This is Greg Collins, Substitute Teacher's Lounge. I'm going to guess that you're in my same situation where you've occasionally had a student who taught you something. In my case, it's volleyball player Ellie. Let's talk about it. All right, first of all, if you're not as big a volleyball fan as me, don't tune out because the story really has nothing to do with volleyball. It just so happens that Ellie was a volleyball player. But before we get into that, let me talk about some other things that happened this week. I'm recording this or I'm releasing this on August 9th, 2020. I know a lot of my friends in Tennessee who have actually been interviewed on this podcast, a lot of them went back to work this week, including the students in my district. The teachers go back on August 12th, which is this, I guess that's Wednesday, and two weeks later on August 26th, the 80% of the students that wanted to return to the classroom will be doing so. Now, I also had training this week with the other school in the district on Wednesday, and it was very good training. You know, lives are really going to change They've got to make decisions when it's if it's impossible to social distance. That means, of course, that masks have to stay on all day, and then they're working on how to do that with lunch. You've got other safety concerns that you have to be trained for, weather-related safety and earthquake safety and all that kind of thing, and fire safety. Obviously, those safety things kind of trump the uh, mask wearing, I mean, you can still do that and wear a mask, but you know, if there's, if you have a real fire in a building, you've got to get those kids out of there. So a lot of things that have to be dealt with. It's, it's going to be entering as interesting as we go. It just so happens that very night I received a letter in the mail from the other school district pointing to the the training that I had to take online for them. And I spent probably three hours that night and two hours the next day getting through all that. The good news is I'm set up to be a substitute teacher. I'm ready to go. I'm looking forward to that. Again, that very, another thing that very same night on SubAlert, it popped up that a teacher had already posted an absence. So I've got one already scheduled I hope that's working out for you, too. And in addition to all that, I think you've heard me say in the past that the big school district in this area actually has in their budget now 36 essentially full-time substitute positions. And I saw the first four of those posted for the same school this week. So I probably will apply for some of those. You know, it's, it's kind of a dilemma because I love going to all the schools. There are schools, some schools I would prefer over others just for reasons of maybe distance or things I've got going on in that area. I officiate, so a lot of times I'm in a certain area. That makes a difference. So it's going to be difficult for me to figure out which one to apply for. Maybe I'll just apply for all of them and we'll see how that works out. Maybe I'll decide that I would prefer jumping around from school to school like we always do as substitutes. So 
we'll see how that goes. But that's been an interesting week, and I think it's just going to be more interesting as we go. I'll finish by saying that I worked a high school golf tournament on Monday, ran into about a dozen students I had had in class. So that was very exciting for me, too. I, I wore my mask. I had to take photos of their golf cards as they came around the turn, both after the ninth hole and the 18th. So that was fun for me. I enjoyed it a lot, especially when I hadn't seen those students since mid-March and I got to see them. All right, before we get into volleyball player Ellie, I want to remind you that I use Google Name Generator to generate a name for all these. So the name you hear today will not be the same name as the person I'm talking about, but all of the stories will in fact be true. We want to do that to keep it confidential for everyone. Now, I want you to think about what lesson you think Ellie taught me. And I'm going to go ahead and make my pitch that I get closest to students that I not only see in the classroom, but I also see outside the classroom, no matter what the situation. I know a lot of volleyball players. You remember the episode where I actually interviewed volleyball players because all night long that night, I had had every player on both sides of the net in my classroom. So it was it was a lot of fun, and they liked talking on that podcast. But I wanted, you know, in addition to that, I've run into students in restaurants. And believe it or not, just speaking to them for seconds in a restaurant, I can tell how it, you know, makes me closer with that student. And perhaps it's because that student will then open up more for me at, when we get back to, into a classroom situation. So you're the same way. You don't necessarily have to schedule yourself for some of their extra activities. I recommend that you do. You know, there's all kinds of things you could go to, ball games, academic meets, just things that you know in the area where there might be a lot of students. Or if you run into them in restaurants, in, in shopping stores, all of that, go up and talk to them. And it, it's amazing how much difference that makes. But the reason Ellie, I'm going to tell you what she taught me here in just a moment, but the school I first ran into her, I actually had talked to her as a volleyball player several times. I mean several, maybe two or three months worth before I ever had her in a class. So she went out of her way to come up and make sure she spoke to me. She introduced me to her boyfriend that night. So very jovial. You know, you're always looking when you're a substitute teacher of ways to bond with those students and kind of have a rapport with them. And it helps even more so when I'm walking down the hallway getting ready to referee a volleyball game and a student comes up like Ellie and says, Mr. Collins, we're so glad to have you here tonight. Hope you'll get to be in my classroom here soon, too. And it's really exciting. I mean, let's face it. Anytime you go anywhere, whether you're running into youth or whether you're running into adults, it always makes you know, it's always just a little bit more fun when somebody comes up to you and enthusiastically, not in a hokey way, not in a way that that person thinks they have to talk to you, but just a nice, cordial, 
Hello, we're glad you're here with us tonight. Now, part of part of that is up to you. If you haven't first given them a reason to, you know, mesh with you, bond with you, well, then maybe they're not as receptive. In this case, Ellie, the first time I ran into her specifically, before I even realized what her name was, she had seen me at the school. She had known my interaction with some of the other students that I had had in class. So she made sure she went out of her way and came up and spoke to me and welcomed me to that volleyball game that night. Now, the game went well. I'll give you a story here in just a moment where... Maybe one of the games, I wouldn't say it didn't go well, but there's some things that I wish hadn't happened later on. But let me tell you that, you know, just after this one meeting, uh, Ellie and, and some of her friends that were in the same age group, they ended up coming and speaking to me as well. Ellie was first, and Ellie since then has always been the one that's really gone out of her way, not only to speak to me, but help me when I need something done, such as... I know when I finally did get to teach her class, she was very good about trying. Now, she can't always do it, but trying to help me, you know, settle the class back down when maybe something has happened and everybody's laughing or maybe they're not getting their work done. You've been in those kind of classes and you hate to yell at the kids, but it's kind of cool when one of the other students tries to get those kids under control as well. And that's what Ellie would do. And it's ironic. I remember one of the teachers uh, next door had come over and ask us, we were actually working on a project that we needed to make noise. It was a discussion type project. And she came over and said, could you guys hold it down just a little bit? We're, we're trying to test in another room. And after that teacher left, and of course we did, uh, Ellie looked at me and said, you know, that teacher's room is noisy all the time. I can't believe that they came over here and told us that. But, you know, just things like that. It's it's a way to relate to students. And the way Ellie made me feel uh, from a friendly standpoint, and it rubbed off on all the students. And I could tell the students like her as well. And like I said, I, she introduced me to her boyfriend, and I've, I had him in some classes too. So that part, that first part of it worked really well. You know, this week, some of that training I took, as you can imagine, involves a lot of how you deal with students in their various family situations. And to be honest, I don't know that much about Ellie's family situation, but she appeared to me to be extremely personable in in ways with the students and with all the other teachers and the adults. I wasn't sure what her grades were. I know she did her work in my class, and it was none of my business to ask her that. But I'm going to assume as well as she was with other students, as well as she was with teachers and on the volleyball court, just the way she handled herself and spoke to others, I, I really admired her for that. And I'll tell you from the, what I was going to say from the training, you run into how to deal with all types of family situations. You know that you're going to be, uh, you know, be trained on how to handle a bullying situation. And it's just so refreshing to see someone who would never treat someone disrespectful, would never make fun of them. And I truly feel that had I ever seen her being picked on by someone else, of course, I would take up for her as any student. 
I really think she had the type of personality that would just roll off. So maybe we'll call that the uh, first lesson she taught me. We have to deal with adults and kids every day of our lives. And the le- the lesson, the first lesson that Ellie taught me is just how to treat others. When I would see her treat others that well, even when maybe they weren't treating her as well. Well, you know, what a lesson that was for me. Who am I to say that this person is treating me in a disrespectful way if I don't try to positively correct it? If I just snap back at that person, that's not the right way to handle that. So that that's kind of the first lesson that Ellie taught me and it helped me feel indoctrinated to that school, and I was thankful for that. Let me tell you, though, that there was one of the volleyball matches I went to. Ellie and several of her friends came over to speak to me before the match had started. They know I probably won't socialize with them much if they've if they're playing a school that I've never been in contact with because we don't want to show favoritism in any way. In this case, they were playing a school that they knew I taught at as well. So I was speaking to players on both sides of the net, as I've, I've mentioned before. But it was kind of funny. As they were talking to me, Ellie made the comment, you know, we've already discussed it, Mr. Collins. We, we think that if we were talking about occasionally how a referee may – you know, may not have gotten himself in the greatest position to make the perfect call. And it's it's hard to do. You can't be 100, you know, players aren't perfect, coaches aren't perfect, and officials certainly aren't perfect either. But Ellie made the comment that, you know, they had talked amongst themselves at players and they said, you know, if, if Mr. Collins ever made a bad call, I don't, I don't think it would bother us. I don't, I don't think we, we, we could ever think bad about him for, for doing that because they knew me in the classroom too. So that always made me feel good. But I have to share this one story from one of Ellie's games. They were having a good match. I think they were up two sets to one, and it's the first one to win three sets. Or it might have been sometimes you have a match where the first one to win two sets is the winner. So maybe they were up one one and oh. And I'm I remember thinking, man, they had pulled away by such a great amount that thank goodness that I'm not gonna have to call nothing I call will be controversial now because it's so lopsided. Well, You know what happened. Even though they had about a nine-point lead, here comes the other team. And the other team gets back to within, I think it was within two points. And the next thing that I had to call was very, very close. And I know Ellie's team wanted me to call it in the other direction. One of the players even motioned. Sometimes they'll motion two if they think I should have called a double hit. I won't go into what that means for a referee, and maybe I should have, but I didn't. And it was really making me feel bad because now the score is tied, and who knows if if they come back. You know what a referee feels. You want to be as unbiased as you can, and that's what you always strive for. But you still don't want to feel like you had a big part of influencing the game's outcome. You know, a lot of times we'll say when we're training as an official that the best night for an official is one in which they can go home and nobody remembers they were there because they just came there, did their job, got in position, 
did everything they were supposed to do. So in this case, the score's tied. It just so happens that Ellie's team, after after that call, also misplayed a ball. So now they're down one. So I'm thinking, oh, man, I am going to feel so terrible, but I got to stay unbiased. I got to call this as I should. And sure enough, the next three points all went in the favor of Ellie's team. So I didn't have to worry about it. Had the other team won, then we had to go to even a tiebreaker game. So I was thankful that Ellie wouldn't yell at me. I, I, I tried to look at her out of the corner of my eye. You know, she wasn't smiling because her team was behind. But it's funny, in later days, not only did those did Ellie come up and speak to me and tell me how she enjoyed the match, other players did too. And the other players will come up and share with me. They'll even ask me classroom stuff. Sometimes they'll even share personal ideas or things that are going on, and I just try to listen. Of course, things are going to change again as we go forth in this year, but it it was just interesting that even after all that, maybe those kids get over it quicker than I do, but Ellie's influence, I think, rubbed off on a lot of those players, and they all always treated me with respect. And I'll kind of consider that the second lesson that Ellie taught me, that you know, we're at ball games. I go to a lot of ball games as a spectator. Have I always agreed with all everything the official said? No. Every call that they made? No. Have I ever verbally said something to somebody else? Yes, I have. And, you know, maybe I should let the influence of Ellie rub off on me a little bit more and, and her friends as well and all her classmates she has influenced them for the positive on both the volleyball court and in the classroom. Well, why can't that be an example to me, too? I can't say that I've learned a lot from the other students in the way they conduct themselves, but there are several that I have. Go back and listen to last week's episode. You know that's one that influenced me. Even even the Troublemaker episodes that we did, well, they still influence me and they still uh, help me improve myself. So be willing. I would encourage all of you to be willing to learn from students that you have like Ellie or any other students that happen to be in the room. It's going to be crazy as we go back. We're still going to have students like Ellie in the classroom, but how are we going to do things? Are we going, you know, we're going to stay masked up for the most part as we go back and try to influence each other for the better. There's going to be different reasons for things to get on our nerves now. There's going to be things that frighten those students now that didn't before. You know, should I be worried that little Susie got up and went to a table without a mask because she just forgot. Should I go into panic mode or should we, you know, the teacher's really going to have to remind all the students how important it is to stay up on all of that. So the main thing I want to wanted to share with you about Ellie, 
I was just so thankful that her, and there were other students too, but she really went out of her way to make me feel, feel special at the school. She introduced, you know, she introduced me first to her boyfriend. She introduced me to other students. I got closer to them as a cause of that. She would always come up to me and talk to me when I would run into her at a ball game. A lot of our other friends too. There were a few Ellie's. There wasn't just one Ellie. Ellie was probably the first one to do that. So I just remember her most. And even when I've seen her as a referee, but maybe she's a spectator, even then she'll come over and talk to me. And one thing, and you know I like this about kids, she will joke around with me like I joke with her. There are some kids you can't joke with sarcastically. There are some that love it. And they will joke back, you know, sometimes I'll give her a hard time about her boyfriend and, and she'll just, you know, smile and snap at me a little bit because I deserved it. And what I said, I was just poking fun at her, but I love to have students like Ellie in the classroom. It's kind of funny. One of the things that I've done over these last, uh, we've been off since March and this is August. So I guess that's five months. We've been off five months. A lot of those which we couldn't hardly go out at all, and we got hooked on some shows. I went back and watched the Wonder Years series. I haven't finished it, but I watched a couple of seasons of that while I was off. And I I really like that for two reasons, because my main you know, emphasis is on middle school and high school. So that's the type of age group that is dealt with in that show. That's also the time era when I was that age. It's based on late sixties, early seventies. So that too was when I was in middle school, we called it junior high then into high school. And I've already earmarked some of those clips from that Wonder Years show. There's some that I I don't think is appropriate to show in the classroom, but there's definitely some clips about how you deal with other people, your relationships, how you deal with your parents, how you deal with your siblings, how you deal when you just realize you're growing up, your voice is changing, all the different things that kids have to deal with these days. I would encourage you to go watch some of those if you never have. There's ways that students have their lives affected when they're starting to notice the opposite sex and starting to see someone they think is cute walking down the hallway. All that happens in middle school and high school. So that was a neat show to watch in that regard. So the lessons that Ellie taught me were mainly in the example she shared with both me and the classroom. It did. She helped me to see that maybe I can treat students a little bit differently because everything needs to be positive. There's some adults that she influenced me on. I will also say that there was one instant in class where she actually helped me out with something I was going to be teaching. So it's always helpful to have some student that's willing to share in ways like that with you. So that is Ellie, the volleyball player that taught me some life lessons, taught me how to treat people better. I hope you have some students that will let you influence them and you let them influence you all for the better in all situations. Let's remember, you can email me, gregcollinsubstitute at gmail.com, Facebook page, Substitute Teachers Lounge, Twitter at Subteach Lounge, Instagram at Substitute Teachers Lounge. The book is called The Substitute Teachers Lounge Chronicles. That's going well. So 
I'm glad you were here with us this week. We talked about Ellie this week and how there's students that we often have that can influence us for the better and the way we can teach others. I hope you're getting your substitute teacher's hat on. I hope you're getting things ready. Yes, our lives are going to change. It's going to be interesting to see that once we get to the classroom and I want everything to go best with you. Stay healthy. Make sure you help those kids stay healthy. We're going to get through this. I'm not sure if handshakes will ever be the same. I'm not sure if hugs will ever be the same. But whatever happens, we're going to get through it for the betterment of the students. See you next week. Music provided by Ben Sound.